Whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi Next Class. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about Season 2, Episode 7, Hashtag That Awkward Moment When. And Kelsey, will you please read us the Netflix summary? Of course. Frankie tries to escape from her problems by driving off with Jonah, but soon realizes that running away isn't always a solution. A suffering tiny takes Shay's advice over Lola's. Zoe takes a friendly competition with Miles and Tristan too far. Sure. <laughs> Why not? That's accurate. Yeah, I, I I see no problems with that. Yeah. Um, as for the title, hashtag that awkward moment when I feel like this maybe only applies to like oop awkward tiny Shay Lola love triangle. Um, otherwise it seems like too trivial of a thing to apply to the other storylines. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the only other thing is, uh, I don't know, maybe the beginning with Frankie and her mom, like catching her and Jonah. That's awkward. Oh yeah. That, that, that was awkward. Yeah. Otherwise, that yeah, that's all we got. Um, all right, well, the episode starts with Frankie. She's at home being way too nice to her mom. And she's like, yep, I'm totally going to go to school today. See you later, mom. And then immediately calls out sick, pretending to be her mom. And then Jonah walks in and is like, what's going on? Like, you can't avoid school forever. But then Frankie's like, stay with me. We can go swimming. And then she, like strips down to her underwear and bribes him to skip school with her and I don't know if we wanted to do fashion police here but my first note was about Jonah's like very loose fitting quarter button like gray kind of piratey shirt and I didn't know how to feel about it yeah I'm with that also I had a Jonah fashion note for this scene as well which is that his hair is bad it's Ugh, that thing where both sides bad. are shaved. It's like it's like in between that one that was happening with like the flip and one side was shaved, but also a mohawk and also gelled down and also I hate it. It's his shitty Peaky Blinders hair. I feel like I've been calling it that this whole time and I don't I like think it. So. <laughs> it's not good. Uh, Frankie at one point wears overalls. Is this when overalls were happening and that was a thing or is that... I guess, probably. I think we're in 2017 by now, I think, right? Maybe it's 2016. I think it's 2016. But yeah, sure. I don't know. But I also made note of her overalls. And my only other fashion note was about Zig's like black and purple tie-dye shirt, which I actually kind of liked and I thought it looked very good on him. Like, he, I, I think he looks fine in sleeves. <laughs> Honestly, I prefer the sleeves. Let's clothe everyone yeah, a little bit more. Yeah, me um, too. I had the same note that I liked Zig's uh, tie-dye shirt. You know what it is? It also, like, it looked like the most modern, normal thing. Yeah. You know? I think that was yeah. a big part of it for me. I was, I was like, this is still a relevant shirt in 2020. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't have any other notes. Um, Winston's white pattern shirt at the end of the episode was uh, an assault to the eyeballs. <laughs> I don't recall. <laughs> um, but it wasn't terrible, yes, but it wasn't good. Gotcha. But as Frankie is undressing and bribing Jonah to go swimming, and they're getting too close for comfort. Yeah, I didn't uh, love this. I was not a fan <laughs> of the, like, he wants to go take his physics test, and she's like, I'm going to lure you with my sexuality. Like, all yeah, of this like, is uncomfortable Ugh. and a weird choice. It's yeah, like, I don't want to like, watch, like, 15-year-olds doing this. Cosine. 
and it's it's also <laughs> like I feel like it's a it's it's a fun like sitcommy kind of trope type thing like but like an adult television show like in a teenager television show I'm less uh I don't know I don't it's it's not an it's not something that I want to be a part of yeah no it's less comfortable to watch yeah <laughs> I'm like, I'm um, like I don't find this amusing or interesting or whatever else it is supposed to be it is a weird call and I don't like it and they should go and to it's, school yeah and also it's like we're not really on board with Frankie at this point so it's like watching yeah. a like a quote unquote cute moment with her is also just like I don't need this right now because I don't like her right now yeah. but yeah but then they get busted by her mom who has just gotten a call uh saying like oh, what are you going to do about Frankie missing all these tests because she's been out for the last, like, four days or whatever, which her mom had no idea. And which I'm like, does your mom have that. any idea what's going on? She clearly Like, doesn't. in general. I mean, when has she ever, truly? But True. also, like, as a teenager who would try to pretend to be, like, my own parents or my friend's parents or my friends would do that for me, it doesn't work. It has never no. once worked. Do you know why? Because a 15-year-old girl does not sound like a 47-year-old woman. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, the no only stretch yeah. of the imagination. <laughs> it's like, no, no, it, no. It's like, try all you might. But, like, you can get, like, your 19-year-old friend on the phone and it's still not going to sound like your mom. <laughs> definitely not um but yeah they get busted thankfully but then we're at school and tiny and shay are sharing like sciencey news like tiny showing her something about like a squid or something and then shay is telling him about this summer science program camp thing at caltech and that he should apply to it, even though the deadline is in, like, two days. And I'm like, okay, way to, like, give him enough time to do this, Shay. But also, yay, bonding over science. I love it. I know, me too. And I hate that I love it because, <laughs> I, I mean, you know how I feel about the love triangle. Yeah. It's exciting and bums me out. <laughs> yeah, but luckily it's not, like, super drawn out. By the end yeah. of the episode, I guess, like thankfully. Um, but uh, what they're talking about this camp, and then Lola hops over and is like, "Guess you finally almost passed her history test," <laughs> which oh I thought God, was funny. Lola. Um, but and she goes in to hug Tiny, but apparently he's like in pain and there's something wrong with his stomach, and. Lola's like, well, you should see a homeopath or you should. Yeah. And Shay's like, um, no, you should like consult Western medicine. Please go to a doctor. And Tiny's like, oh, no, I don't have time. I have to apply to this thing now. La la la. Just going to brush it off and not address a health problem that's clearly happening right now. Seriously. I was thinking about Holly J and her. When, uh, when her kidney she had like, like strep that literally killed her kidneys. Because she yeah. wouldn't go see a doctor. I was like, oh, my God. Go to the yeah. doctor, please. I'm like, um, it's Canada. Also, it's free there. Seriously. I mean, that's, like, especially maddening. Like, as someone who lives in the United States to, like, watch these, like, children who can just go to doctors whenever they want for free to just yeah. flagrantly not go to doctors when they need it. Exactly. It's, it's insulting. Um, <laughs> also... Did it surprise you? Because it did not surprise me that Lola is into homeop homeopathy. No, that tracks for her. Yeah. Like, Hardcore. Oh, no. she, she is definitely into homeopathy. She's definitely like into astrology. I've, I fully believe that Lola is into all sorts of made-up shit that I also am like, yeah, that's fun. It's like kind of fun <laughs> made-up shit, unless you're trying to do it to replace medicine. Yeah, that's, like, when I feel like it crosses a line. I'm, like, I'm mm -hmm. all for, like, natural remedies to, like, avoid 
going to the doctor when things are maybe like not as serious like why not find alternatives but when it's like there's something wrong and you're in pain like let's consult a doctor please that's Mm -hmm. then we yeah um but then we are with Frankie in her overalls and she's walking into class and like Shay and Lola are avoiding eye contact She's been gone for a couple days, and the teacher's like, oh, we're doing group projects. Who wants to let Frankie into their group? And nobody wants to let Frankie into their group. So he's like, all right, well, yeah. Well, then I can catch you up. Like, you can work with the teacher. And then I think someone, like, makes a comment of, or was it, like, Baz or something? It's like, oh, are you sure you're okay with that? Because the teacher is black, and it's like a whole snotty thing and it's just kind of uncomfortable to watch um yeah I mean I think it's you know it's he's still ultimately picking on her but I'm like yeah I mean it's kind of it's a mean joke I don't know I don't know I think I'm like I think it's just a joke that like makes me ultimately uncomfortable like I'm I'm yeah, okay definitely. with everyone shunning Frankie if they want to, because <laughs> as she says later on, she does like double down the entire time. She's not yeah. trying to work on herself. And it's like, if everyone wants to wash their hands of her, I'm okay with that. But I don't know. It's, but I yeah, don't know. I don't know. It's, the, yeah, it's all the, icky. Oh, yeah. I think I just like don't like to watch people get teased, like no matter the no. circumstances. Yeah. Because like, even if you're like teasing someone who's been mean or problematic like teasing still is not going to be the answer and then you're just like lowering yourself to their level to be me like just outright mean when it's just like that's not the way that we should be handling this but we're in high school and children are cruel so (laughs) realistic well yeah for sure (laughs) I think also like teasing to me always feels like punching down yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, But then we are with Zoe and Winston and Tristan and Miles. And Zoe is, like, really leaning into, like, Winston and I are a power couple. We're the best one. And then Miles and Tristan are like, well, actually, we're the best couple. Look how many likes our pictures get on Hastygram. And Zoe's like, well, we'll see about that, like, friendly competition about social media numbers to track the popularity of each couple. And I'm like, do teenagers do this? Do they care about this? I don't know. I don't um, know either. But then, like, Miles is like, okay, fine, I'll take a picture of you guys. And then... He, like, almost gets Winston run over by a moped or something. But as he dodges the vehicle, Zoe is like, oh, my God, are you okay? It's like a whole video. And it catches her being, like, a concerned girlfriend. And it back. I don't know if Miles is trying to sabotage, but if he was, it backfired. And now they look like hashtag couple goals or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. The whole thing is extremely weird to me because I'm like, I don't know if like children care about this, but maybe in the age of social media, it's all about that brand and all about like, I mean, I guess it's always all about social status, but maybe this is like a 2010s version of what that looks like to people. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I have many questions about this entire situation I don't understand I like you I don't understand if anyone would actually make this into a competition and if so why um <laughs> I don't understand what Miles was going for if he saw the moped or if he was just like I'm gonna make my my childhood best friend fall off of a curb yeah. um I'm not really sure why the video becomes so popular or why they think it's so good <laughs> That's the part that I'm the most confused about. And I think maybe it's because Winston almost gets run over and falls down, but still doesn't spill her coffee and hands Yeah, it and her. is like, my lady. Yeah, I guess. I'm like, that's the only part of it that seemed kind of interesting. Like, this is not a video that I would click on. 
Yeah, this isn't like a viral video in no. any way. <laughs> and like, we'll also, get there, but I don't know why Shane Dawson is retweeting it. I don't understand. It also, like, I will get to it, I guess, but like, there's so many. I'm like, I don't think this is a thing that would be in Shane Dawson's brand. No. I mean, but, and it's like, I don't even know how much people really care about like, couple content on the internet because i think most of it is insufferable it's annoying unless it's like like spit like unless it's like like you do a thing like social media couples i feel like the ones that are successful are the ones where it's like it's like i do a thing and i am also a couple with this other person who does a thing isn't that interesting sometimes we'll show up in each other's things but i feel like when it's like we're a couple and that's the our whole thing I'm like no thank you that's like I don't need that I don't I don't know maybe that's just me and like my tastes but it just seems like I don't know who's following this I don't know who's like retweeting this or sharing this or I don't know it doesn't seem like a viral video type of thing like how did Shane Dawson even find this I'm so I don't know I have no idea. The whole thing is baffling. (laughs) The whole premise of the video is baffling. I don't understand its popularity. And I do agree that all couple content is, like, insufferable. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. If there are two, if there's, like, like, I don't know. I don't even know where I'm going with that. I just, like, it's annoying. Even if you're not, like, a couple, like, thing. If, like, if your Instagram is, like, just... I just I just know so many people getting married or who have gotten married in the past couple of years where it's like this is literally all of your content since you met this person and I I can't watch it exist anymore. (laughs) Like performative coupledom just feels icky to me that I'm like, why are you making this your brand? I this I don't know about that. Um yeah. And I just I'm like the only like the things that come to mind are like those people who like take the photos of like the travel photos where it's like you're holding the hand and they're like leading Ugh. like the girls leading you like that. Like that's that's the kind of stuff that like comes to my mind. I'm like, ugh, why? <laughs> who follows this? But maybe that's just like me being yeah. a jaded person who doesn't want to look at other couples. But I don't I don't no. know to each their own, I guess. It's it's not because I'm like I I am like not that, you know. I'm in a thing for you know for a long time and uh, happy etc. Whatever, shut up. But I look at those people and I'm like, this is disgusting. Well, I don't want to be yeah. near you. It's like I'm like, how secure is your relationship if you're like really putting it all out there to be good with and like really wanting yeah. to convince the world that things are like amazing and perfect and great I'm like I don't know it just feels like weird and sinister to me they I feel like there's a darkness hiding behind that but it's like it's like the 2010s YouTube social media version of like the early 2000s curse of like if you were a couple and had a reality show it would immediately break you up because it's like that's not like putting your shit on display is never gonna work like newlyweds like that Travis Barker and his wife had a reality show and they broke up and I think like Carmen Electra and fucking that other that creepy dude she was married to for a while had a show and they broke up there was like an actual like curse of like the reality tv show or something yeah I'll remember um I married a Brady. Oh, my fair Brady. My fair yeah. Brady. That was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I recall. No, I'm. Ugh, no, it's, it's just, it's gross, man. I don't like it. Like, I just, I have like a very specific couple that I personally know in mind who have literally been doing this since they, essentially since they started dating. Definitely since they got engaged, and they've been married for a number of years now. So I've just been living through this like the whole time. <laughs> But like they've got really cute dogs and they're pretty, so I'm like, whatever, I'll just I'll just watch this continue to exist. <laughs> but it, it it's like tremendously annoying. Yeah, I don't get it. It's like no one's as as in 
as the couple is and I don't know. Anyway, I, I mean, just yeah, can, I don't understand this video. <laughs> you can look at like my Instagram like there is if you didn't know them personally, you'd be like this person is not in a relationship. Does like, not exactly. <laughs> like they are barely on my site and it's like on any of my social media and when they are it is not explicitly <laughs> claimed yeah you don't even yeah. say their name on this podcast like <laughs> I don't <laughs> none your business <laughs> um anywho yeah I'm like I don't think I don't know if teens care about this as much as the show is trying to make me believe but Anyway, my next note is Frankie is insufferable, but I can't quite remember how this scene starts. I think she's, like, leaving school, and she's, like, in her car crying, and Jonah's like, what's going on? And she's like, everybody hates me. I just want to disappear. Let's go to Costa Rica. Yes, but she pronounces Jonah, it like Costa Rica. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. No, and he's the like, of it. I watched it today. <laughs> <laughs> so did I and Jonah's like well I don't think we could do that but we can try to stay local or something and I'm like stop enabling this behavior Jonah um but yeah that's he's like okay yeah let's go and I'm like this is ugh, god Frankie is insufferable uh, that's she basically is. the I, gist of the scene I do not get Jonah's deal this entire time because like and I just want to say it now and, like, spoil where we get to with Jonah because I'm afraid I'm going to forget because I do that a lot. I'll be like, we'll get to it. I want to talk about something and then, like, forget. But, like, he starts off this arc with her and, like, her racism arc being, like, like calling her out on her shit, which yeah. seemed a lot more on brand for him as a character as we've known him so far. Mm-hmm. You know, despite the fact that we don't really like him very much, he is... <laughs> For the most part, pretty, like, no bullshit. Yeah, definitely. And at the end of this episode, he's back to being, like, no bullshit. So, like, what is this weird, like, three-episode arc where he's just coddling her? I, like, I don't know. I feel like maybe he's, like, trying to give her way more credit than she deserves and he's like hoping she's gonna figure it out for herself or it's like because she's so like visibly upset about things he doesn't want to like get too tough love on her for fear of like the message not getting through at all which I think is also a fair like concern because so far anytime someone has been calling her out on her shit she has not been receptive to it but I don't know I feel like he went way too far in the other direction but like I don't I feel like it's like oh I really like this girl and I want to be supportive of her because she's my girlfriend but she's also made a mistake and I feel like I need to like tell her that but I don't know how to do that without hurting her feelings I don't know it's like a weird I feel like he's in a weird spot but he has like his character has definitely not been like consistent when it comes to this entire arc it is very strange where it's like where he's been very hot and cold about it so I have no idea I think you're right yeah I think it's like he there's no like delicate way of doing this and it's so complicated for him because it's pretty easy to bandwagon with everyone else when like someone that you care about did something obviously wrong and like won't like I think I feel like he like if I was in his position I would feel like I could teach that person too instead of just outright making them a villain and I think maybe he's like I'm just gonna try to teach them or whatever but like he also did he 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 did nothing (laughs) yeah he just yeah like in the not the last episode, but the one before, he was like, I mean, it was just a drawing or like something like that. Like yeah. in the throwback Thursday one, I'm like, what the, what happened to your tumor metaphor, Jonah? Like, I don't know. It was, I'm like, you can't walk back that far, you know? I don't know. No. I don't know. It's confusing. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. 
Man, I can get, I guess we can make it make sense, but I'm like, man, it just feels it doesn't feel like it feels like bad writing. Or yeah, lazy writing. I think that's maybe what it boils down to. It's like we're just gonna make him what we want to be for this scene, whether it makes sense for the character or not. Like, yeah, I don't have it's yeah, it's weird. Um, it's like, but I could then see him being like sensitive. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I could see him being like sensitive. Um, to her and but like yeah. still calling her out and not really letting her get away with it. Yeah, like that like, seems I feel more like, like him. Especially when like, I think it, it was like the Throwback Thursday when she was like moping, and he was like, "Come on, it's okay. It was just a drawing." And she's like, "It hurt a lot of people." And he's like, ah, "Whatever." I'm like, "No, that's when you're like, yeah, it did." But I'm sure if you apologized for it, it would go a long way. Like, it's like, like, where are you chiming in with those? Like, why are you not chiming in with that stuff when you clear? We already know that that is what you think. Because in, like, the last episode, you were like, you can't solve racism with balloons, Frankie. Like, just, like, <laughs> apologize. Like, like he's already told her to just apologize. And I'm, I'm like, I don't know what happened between like that conversation and his like weird like trying to placate her situation i don't know it's <laughs> i don't know it's just very inconsistent i want like a, a, a pin that says you can't solve racism <laughs> with balloons frankie <laughs> yeah yeah new merch idea <laughs> i love all of our um, fictional merch that we never make our yeah, <laughs> fake merch. <laughs> um, but then we're with Tiny, who is still in pain, and apparently Lola has given him like some kind of pill or pills, and he's like trying to figure out how many he should take. And Grace and Zig come over, and Grace is like, "Um, take as many or as little as you want. It'll all do the same thing. These are clearly like nonsense, like placebo, dummy, whatever, like." homeopathic pills that won't do anything <laughs> yeah although you can you can od on like like certain like herbs and things that go into that stuff so should still be careful yeah my immediate reaction was like don't take any pills that lola gave you <laughs> like you don't know yeah. what are in those exactly. <laughs> even if it is a weird like snake oil thing i'm like i like I don't trust that. If it has not been approved by, like, the FDA, like, maybe just don't put that on your, in your body. Um, but Grace also sees right through him and knows that he still likes Shay and mm-hmm. just, like, calls him out on it. And she's like, you're emotionally cheating on Lola. And Zig is like, that's not a real thing. And I'm like, please sit down, Zig. Like, <laughs> yes, it is. So... Zig is clearly not an expert on what is and what is not cheating. Exactly. (laughs) And Tiny feels guilty because, like, he's been with Lola for so long. And, quote, she basically started a race riot in my honor. (laughs) So. Well. Yeah. (laughs) And. But, like, Loki. Yeah, he's. He's just, he's in a pickle and he doesn't know what to do because he obviously still likes Shay, but he still, he likes Lola too, but he it seems Shay like. the very beginning. Oh, it's so twisty yeah. and turny. Yeah. And this is when Zig is wearing his good shirt. Um, good shirt. But then we're in class with Zoe and Tristan and Winston and maybe Miles. I don't know. They're just always together, I guess, in this episode. And Zoe is, like, combing over their stats. And Winston's like, don't worry, my ankle's only sprained. And I'm like, he sprained his ankle doing this? Like, why are we not more worried about this? Oh, because Zoe only cares about social media. And this is when Shane Dawson, like, reposts their video. And I'm like, also, what a yikes reference right now. But... Truly. (laughs) And also, as we discussed, why did, like, why? How, why? How is this and, his brand? And Winston How is, is like, interesting. oh, my God, that's so cool. He has so many vlog subscribers. And I'm like, that is, 
that is not nobody says that that is not how anyone would say that okay adult writers writing this i don't think people have said the word subscribe to his vlog I don't think anyone said the word vlog since like maybe 2008 or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, also, they're in Mr. Perino's class while this is all happening. And I'm like, oh, my God, when was the last time we saw Mr. Perino in the flesh? I don't know. This is an interesting sighting. It's it's all it's always nice to see one of the original teachers, although he's not an original teacher, but it's nice to see someone from like pre season nine. Yeah. Remember well, when Coach Armstrong? <laughs> Remember when he like verbally abused Derek? Yes, I do. And then had to go to like I think he went to like anger like, management for a while. Anger or management or something. Wow, oh, what an weird one. It was a Ugh. weird one for a teacher you're going to eventually bring back. Yeah. And also weird to like try to get us to sympathize with Derek as a character. Yeah. And I I think He's still maybe my my least favorite character in all of Degrassi. <laughs> I think yeah, he's, top he's of the definitely list. up there. Yeah, who wasn't like an outright villain, just like a regular cast member. I don't know. He was terrible. Honestly, he was I awful. Think I, yeah, he's he out of like all of the like main cast, like he is the worst. <laughs> terrible out of anyone high school age because i will say there are like villains that are adults that are actually very bad people yeah but, like out yeah. of all of the teenagers who are you know young and flawed and have room for growth he was the worst yeah well i mean i feel like rick was also terrible but i don't know if we're counting him in this like classification but yeah, I don't know. Derek was I mean, also ugh. just like as far as like watchability. Like I'd rather watch a rip an episode with Rick in it. That's true because his character arc was extremely nuanced and interesting, even though he was awful. Derek yeah. was just always like, I wanted all of his scenes to be over immediately. So yes, yeah, God, wow. Anyway. <laughs> Then we're with Shay and Tiny, and Shay's, like, helping him out with his essay, but he's still feeling very sick, and she's like, you need to go to a doctor. She's, like, feeling his stomach. I think they're at the dot. She's, like, feeling his stomach, and it's it's also, like, a weird, like, tense moment between the two of them because she's touching his stomach, but then she's also like, you're definitely sick. You need to go to the doctor. Like, you need to go to the hospital immediately if me, like, poking at your stomach is making you feel pain. Yep, she says, stop being a man and let's get your ass to the doctor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then they go to the and, hospital. Yes. And then Frankie and Jonah, like, arrive at a sleazy motel. And the desk manager is making sure that Frankie's, like, okay. She's like, are you sure you want to be here? Like, do you need me to call anybody? It, I'm like, I, it that was kind manager. of hard. Yeah, I was like, way to, like, recognize warning signs. Like, I'd want you to be my desk manager at a hotel. Like, she was, like, looking out. Yeah, and she was like, this girl looks real young. It's a sleazy-ass motel. And yeah. she, like, also, like, Frankie looks, like, freaked out for a lot of it. Because she's, like, yeah. running away from home and she's nervous. But good on the desk manager. But they go to their room and then they start like doing like weird role playing things, and it's I hated gross. it, and I wanted to not be a part of this in any way, shape, or form. I don't like. And it. her this mom entire... calls her. I was just, sorry. This enti- it's okay. This entire uh, Frankie and Jonah like thing of this entire episode is like I feel like they wrote it for like a, a sitcom couple in their like twenties or thirties. Like it does not feel like something that's meant to be written for teenagers like all their coping mechanisms and like stuff is like it just feels like too adult but they're not like treating it like an adult situation they're treating it really normally i think that's what's throwing me is like there's no awkwardness or anything like that like they're treating the whole thing like like this is a very normal situation like their behavior isn't weird at all 
Yeah, no. It's it's super strange. I did not care for it. But yeah, her mom calls and she ignores it. And they're like in this hotel room and we leave them, thankfully. And then Zoe and Winston are out to dinner, I believe at Lola's family restaurant. And they're because they're like, oh, we need to celebrate. Like Shane Dawson reposted our video. So they went out to dinner and Winston is trying to be romantic and like focus on them. But Zoe is is obsessed with all of their social media stats and is not really paying attention. And Winston's like laying out plans like, oh, after dinner, we can do this and go on a walk and la la la. And she's like, great. And then like, you can fall and I'll save you again. Or she's like already plotting for like the next like video they're going to take. And she's like, what? I just want to establish our brand right away. And Winston is like, it seems like you care about our brand more than you care about this relationship. Like this is like, he's rightfully pissed off. And then he walks away. Also, that's just a terrible strategy for being like an online personality or whatever. It's like, you I feel like the if there was any like an iota of joy in that original video or like whatever the allure was for people is that it did seem <laughs> like an authentic moment exactly that was very sweet and if they're like our bit is you almost falling and dying and me being like oh no <laughs> like then that takes away the entire point exactly yeah it's I mean it's going the way that we probably exactly thought it was going to go. <laughs> um, but we're at the hospital next and we find out that Tiny has appendicitis and he needs emergency surgery. And as like the diagnosis is being delivered, Lola like crashes in and like busts up like the moment that I believe Shay and Tiny were just having. And it's like, they oh my God. Hands. Yeah. Are you okay? What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Um, And Tiny has to be, like, whisked away immediately, and it's a whole thing. But then we also see that Frankie's mom is texting both Lola and Shay because she's, like, I don't know where Frankie is. She's, like, run away. Do you know where she is? And they're both, like, oh, weird. Frankie's mom is texting us. Have you seen her? What's going on? Um... Ugh, but then we're at the restaurant with Zoe, who has been left alone, and she holds her arm over the candle on the table and burns herself, and it was very painful to watch. And then she takes a photo of this and posts it on Instagram or Hastygram and says, like, hashtag love hurts, and it's all icky and scary, and I'm very worried about her. I wasn't sure what the objective was with the photo. Yeah. I was like, because I was like, it's not really super clear what it is. You know, like we know because we watch yeah. the action, but it's not really clear what it is. It To me, it looked a lot just like a bruise. And like, I was like, yeah. are going to think that he like hits her now? Like. That was where I thought it was going because it was also like it could have very easily been like a mark on your wrist where someone grabs you. Right. So that's where I thought that was going. I was like, so what? I don't understand like what the objective was of the photo, like what it was trying to convey. I don't know. Or if it was just like a cry for help that didn't really totally get answered as we'll see later yeah at least, i don't know it was so no one is i mean she's not going to anyone like, but also no one is helping her exactly like we'll get to the i get like when we talk about like her and tristan's conversation oh yeah it's it's like yeah it's like clearly we know that something is wrong and tristan knows that something is wrong but it's like we're also not really go taking the extra step to like really check on Zoe and f- like actually help her. It's it's uh, it's all very concerning, and I don't know how this is going to end up, and I'm worried about it. Me too. But then we're back at the motel. 
Jonah is like in the bathroom talking to his mom on the phone and Frankie like wakes up and I can't tell I'm like is it the next day is it just been a couple hours I don't really know like what the timing is on this but he's like don't worry we're not actually running away I'm just gonna stay with her until the morning like overnight and okay so I, I mean I guess it is still the same day but I'm just gonna stay with her and make sure like she's not doing anything like rash I just want to make sure she's okay like whatever and Frankie overhears all of this and she's like oh my god I can't believe it da, 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 da. and finally it kind of comes to a head about like what she's avoiding what's going on with her and she's like I can't ever go back to school everybody hates me and he's like after everything you honestly still think that you are the victim like you just need like she's like what am I supposed to do everyone hates me and he's telling her to apologize which is what everyone has been telling her to do this entire time and He's like, I think that you don't get it, and I think that you're not trying to get it, which is like hitting the nail on the head. Like, that is exactly what has been going on. And she, like, storms away, and she's still, like, she's not getting it. She still is not getting it. And she's upset and angry and playing the victim. And, yeah, I don't know. He finally blows up about it. But, again, like, his entire way he's been handing handling this has been very inconsistent wildly inconsistent I wrote down both of those quotes I was very pleased that Jonah actually did something said something called her out but like it took a confrontation for it to happen exactly so like would it have ever happened what was he gonna do in the morning I don't know (laughs) I have no idea yeah oh also Um, my note about Cause I, I thought it was his car. I'm pretty sure it is, which is why she like accidentally turns on the windshield wipers and stuff. Um, they mention that it's his car, like before they go to the. Oh thing yeah, or, or yeah, he, yeah. He like yeah. he drives them to the hotel. So my note was, she took his keys because every Hollingsworth wrecks a car when things are hard. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I need to go clear my head, and like takes the keys to like drive around. Um, but then we are at school. Again, the timeline of this is confusing to me because I'm like, is it the next day? I guess it is. I don't know. We're at school and Tristan confronts Zoe and is like, hey, I can see you're imploding again. And you're too, like, I saw your photo. Like, like, what's going on? Are you okay? I can see that, like, you're doing the thing that you always do you're imploding because you're too scared to admit what's really going on and that Zoe fi- she's okay though he like is exactly just like, he's like you're imploding again you know it's because you're gay like you know I just this like makes me mad because I you know I'm not like we've both established that we don't have problems with Tristan except when he's problematic so it makes me <laughs> mad when he's problematic <laughs> Yeah, and then Zoe kind of calls him out and is like, you're not being a good friend to me. You've been judgy about this the whole time. Like, you can clearly see that something is going on with me. And instead of at, instead of saying, hey, Zoe, is everything okay? I can see that you're having a hard time right now. You just want to judge me and, like, point out everything that I'm doing that is wrong, which is extremely fair. Like, he's not being a good friend he's got it in his mind that like I know what's wrong with you and I know I'm right about it and until you like confirm my like opinion on this then you're just doing something wrong rather than being like an actual like supportive friend and being like are you okay what can I do to help like do you need to talk about things and like to her saying that she's like he's like I just want you to be honest with yourself And she says, you just want me to do things your way, which again, it's all, it's like, I, like, I really feel for Zoe because I agree that Tristan is not being a good friend, but she's also, but he's also like pointing out all like the unhealthy things that she's doing, which is also true, but he's definitely not doing it in a very like productive 
way. And it's all just like the whole conversation is just icky and it's not making any progress. And it makes me sad because it's like Tristan is so close to being there for Zoe, but he's just, I feel like he's too wrapped up in being right rather than being supportive. And it just, I'm like, Zoe needs a better friend right now. And it's sad. I totally agree with that. I also think, I mean, I feel for, I feel for Zoe because she's like, her whole speech was absolutely correct. Like she's not getting the support she needs from her supposed best friend. But also from Tristan's point of view, as much as like, I do think he's in the wrong for all of this. It is kind of like a part of his personality that he is not particularly sensitive or empathetic yeah. emotionally. True. Like he's not emotionally mature in any sense. No. Like we've seen that across the board with like every choice he makes is he's just not an emotionally mature person yet. So he's like kind of like big energy and drama and, you know, like telling it like it is. And like Zoe does a lot of the same kind of thing, but it's not what, so maybe he feels like it's fine, but that's also just like his personality. So definitely it's, it's tricky. I mean, I feel like his, his heart is in the right place. He knows that she's struggling and wants it to be better, but he also like, does not have the emotional tools to be there in the right way that a friend should be, which is why it's important for Zoe to call him out because that's the only way he's going to learn because by saying that it is an intrinsic part of his personality at that point in time doesn't make it okay. Like, he still needs to work on that in himself, but... Totally. I think he thinks he's doing the right thing. I don't think it's coming from a place of malice and like shaming. I think he thinks he's doing the right thing in his like fun personality kind of way. And sh- he needs yeah. to understand that that is not the way to do something like this and that that's not a good friend. Totally. And I think also, they might also play, there might also be a part of like, the fact that's like, oh, she's doing this again. Like, he's seen her go through these motions of, like, making, like, catastrophic mistakes over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. That at this point, he might also just feel, like, personally burnt out by watching this happen time and time again. That at this point, he's just, like, he's, like, tough love, like... I'm calling this out again. I'm exhausted by this because, again, I'm, like, a teenager without, like, the emotional bandwidth that is needed to, like, for this type of situation that I'm wondering, like, that also could be playing a part into it as well where he's just, like, I've seen you do this so many times. Like, what else can I do other than just, like, call it out? So I'm like, I'm not saying that that is what the way he handled it is justified because of that. But I'm but that might also be informing the like his reaction to this behavior again. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's this conversation makes me sad and I just want to like hop into the screen and be like, Zoe, talk to me. I will be like (laughs) you can. Like, like, I will listen to you and be a supportive friend for you. I know you need somebody. But, yeah, it's hard to watch. I'm with But you. then we are with Frankie in the car going on to drive. She turns up the music and then she, like, runs over something. And I'm like, oh, God, what did she hit? Did she, like, kill something? What's going on? I but- thought that, too. I thought <laughs> she ran over a dog. Yeah, I thought she did, too. I totally thought she did. But... <laughs> But before we find out, we're back at the hospital and Lola is like talking to Tiny after a surgery and she tells him that she loves him. And he's like, ooh, huh, actually, I do not feel the same way and I actually have feelings for somebody else. I still like Shay. And Lola's like, uh, so does that mean you want to break up with me? And he's like, uh, I don't know. Uh, actually, I don't. Mm, uh, uh, I can't decide. And Lola's like, well, if you're not breaking up with me, I'm for sure breaking up with you. Like, I'm not gonna like 
stand around and be second choice to somebody and she like grabs like the flowers that she got for him and she storms out and I'm like yeah Lola stand your ground he's being like dumb and apprehensive about his feelings and you don't need that in your life hell yeah no (laughs) I mean this I as much as I'm like I do like really like Tiny and Shay I also liked Tiny and Lola and I want like nice things for Lola and for her not to feel sad yeah you know but yeah, also, I thought this I'm was handled. He came clean right away. Exactly. Like this was not drawn out. This didn't become a whole thing in the way that I think we both now believe that the whole Grace Zig thing might become a thing. Yeah. But yeah, it was kind of nipped in the bud immediately, <laughs> um, which um, I appreciate. Also, yeah, me too. I hate that. Um, also. She has definitely said to him that she's loved him before. Like, we've definitely watched her say those words, like, several times. But I think it was, I guess it was just, like, oh, it wasn't, like, the, like, sit down, like, look each other in the eyes and be, like, I love you, you know? Yeah. It was, like. It was more like a, I love you. Let's get pizza. Exactly. Yeah. But then we're back with uh, Frankie, who just has a flat tire, apparently. And... A stranger, like, stops by and asks if she needs any help, and he is a black man, and she immediately, like, locks the doors and reacts in a way that is in fear and turns down the help. But then, after she thinks about it for a couple seconds, she's like, actually, yes, I do need your help. It's an interesting scene. Yeah. Um, I mean... It's weird to me that this was her teaching moment. Yeah. But I guess, like, your own awareness of, like, racial biases and, you know, any sort of, like, like racist moment that you may have or choice that you may make or idea that you may have, noticing it in the moment, I guess, can be can like come at any time because people are always yeah. learning um but it's you know it's it's a bit of like it's a cliched one and it's so like she's been having like friends and like people just like shout it in her face for so long that it's like you locking the door made you realize but i guess i guess it's easier to like figure it out on your own than accept it when people are yelling it at you yeah yeah yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> I don't really know what else to say about it. Um, like it's very clear, like racism and racial profiling, and you know, I don't know. It's just inherent biases exist. Yeah, within and, yeah your psyche sometimes, especially yeah. when you're Frankie. And Definitely. it's like I guess like whatever gets you there, gets you there. Yeah, and I'll it's like it. and I guess it's also like it's this is a constant learning process so this is the first step she I like we can only be thankful that she's finally taking the time to like recognize these behaviors and try to do something about them or just at least try to recognize that they are happening so yeah, yeah. it does make me uncomfortable that it's like she only now learns that she has a bias because she was literally desperate for help and almost turned down help. Yeah. And it's like it's like not only were you like racist in your like opening moments, you also like like just relied on this man for help the like in order <laughs> to get out of your situation. Like cool, mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> Have your racism and benefit from it too. Yeah. Um, but then we are with Winston and Zoe, and Winston's like apologizing for leaving her at dinner, and Zoe's apologizing for being too wrapped up in the social media. But Winston has gotten her a gift, and it is a bejeweled selfie stick. And I guess everything's okay. I don't know. I still think Winston like 
apologizes for way more than he needs to with her and he's still like trying to like keep her interested to the point where he is like definitely taking the blame for things that he shouldn't be it's not a very equal partnership (laughs) um but he also sees that she's like she's on hastygram and she's looking at like tags about depression and like kind of heavy stuff and he's like hey what are you looking at like that stuff's not cool and she's like oops I accidentally touched it like tapped a tag but it's like ooh, she's going down a weird social media wormhole about like depression and self-harm and it's concerning and I'm like I hope this doesn't lead to more like social media posts like the love hurts I don't I don't really know where this is going but it's again concerning yes cosine it's um it reminded me her going through like the scrolling of like the tags or whatever on like the Instagram explorer page it reminded me of all those like darker avenues that like tumblr used to go down yeah yeah there was like, like all let's that, not like, like pro-anna and self-harm and stuff like that it was yeah that was a wild time let's, on the internet yeah yeah um but then frankie's back home and she's grounded and her mom is like you're totally grounded but i'm glad that you're home safe and blah 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 and what miles walks in and talks to frankie and it now seems that Frankie finally realizes all the things that she has done wrong. And she realizes, like, she wasn't listening to people. She was doubling down on her nonsense. And that she just needs to, like, apologize and confront her own, like, racist actions and reactions to situations. And she wants to do better. And... She then also discovers that, like, Shay left her a message when everyone thought she was missing, like, checking up on her. And it's like, maybe there's a light at the end of this tunnel. But I'm like, I guess we'll see what happens. I guess we'll see, like, how Frankie actually tries to, like, do better in this. Like, I'm like, we just need some apologies first and foremost, and then we'll see what happens. Yes. Oh, man, Frankie. Well, I'm glad that she has her whole Miles moment. Yeah. And that's the end of the ep. But, yeah, it seems like... I was honestly expecting this Frankie nonsense to be drawn out even, like, longer than it has been. I mean, I know it's episode seven, but... After the whole, like, I'm never coming back to Degrassi. I thought there was going to be. I thought we were going to not have this resolved for a while. Yeah. And, and like, who knows? Maybe it's still not. But I guess I'm surprised that she's at least, like, taking accountability at this point already. But I guess we'll see what that means for her. Like, how is she going to be taking accountability going forward? Yeah. I, I hope she does. I don't know. I hope yeah. Shay doesn't let her totally off the hook. Oh, no. I don't think she will at this point. At least I hope. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, um, this, the immediate phone call is very sweet, but also I'm like, don't let her talk you into being okay with this right away. <laughs> exactly. Um, But... Do we have a spirit squad captain of the episode? I don't really know. <laughs> I mean, Shay for taking Tiny to the hospital? Yeah, that's the only thing I can really think of. Winston for uh, just blissfully doing his best. <laughs> I guess. Winston I don't know. for deserving more. Yeah, I feel like Winston was not <laughs> as good as last episode. He kind of fell back a little bit. True. He's kind of bowing to Zoe a little bit more again but yeah I think Shay's good ship of the episode 
shiny tiny and shay i think that's the ship name shiny i mean which is a great name that's a great ship name yeah i'll go shiny yeah sorry lola (laughs) um all right grapevine i think we just have a tweet yes uh we have one tweet from brandon mars at brandon 120 uh, and he says, Degrassi High went off the air in 1991. Degrassi TNG started in 2001. So we missed an entire decade of cultural events. What do you guys think Degrassi would have been like in the 1990s? Ooh, that's a good question. I mean, I think it would be a lot like my so-called life. Ooh, maybe. Oh, that show is so good. So good. But it like totally would have been ensemble. like my so-called life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like a big ensemble. A lot of plaid. The start. So much plaid. I bet we'd have like a rave episode. Like someone would be a raver and that'd be like a whole like, like ecstasy is bad, but like maybe we'll do it better than the Ashley episode. Yeah. Um, And like, I'm wondering if they would try to do like a Pokemon thing, but they, but like without calling it Pokemon. Oh, for sure um spice girls thing oh yeah i don't know yeah it would be wild mm-hmm. i'm now wishing that we had like a 90s degrassi season that would be great though um like a, so much like, plaid just a whole grunge thing I mean, yeah i'm trying to think of like who the cast would be and yeah i'm just picturing like my so-called life like but like time six you know yeah definitely like every character on my so-called life what like exactly yeah would thrive Ugh, that show was so good it was but it also like that like totally fits in with like degrassi oh they would totally mm-hmm. have a y2k episode oh totally would that be the finale <laughs> yes what 100%. is gonna happen one hundred percent. Yeah, that'd be great. I'm like trying to think of what uh, other like big events in the '90s. I mean, they would obviously occurred. be talking about recycling. <laughs> there would be like mm. an Emma type thing. Totally. And, and like, like cutting the affirmative the action little and plastic like tops to soda, <laughs> the soda bottles. Oh yeah. I mean, I guess like the season one probably carried over a little bit of like that squeegee kids video and like (laughs) Emma's whole situation, like early internet dangers. Yeah. 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 Teen magazines Um, probably. Oh my gosh. Zines. Yeah. <laughs> Someone would have a zine. A hundred percent. Or like an online fan club site for like Leonardo DiCaprio or something. One hundred percent. Um, but yeah, I think that's all the great fun that we have. So thanks for that question. Um, but if you would like to be featured on a future grapevine segment, you can tweet at us at DegrassiPod or you can email us at whateverittakespodcast at gmail.com. And you can listen to us pretty much anywhere. But if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that would be super cool. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Holland Tacular. And you can follow me on Instagram at Keller High Water or on Twitter at KelSucks with a Z at the end. Or you can listen to my new podcast called The Halloween Episode, where a friend of the show, Sean Quigley, and I uh, talk about Halloween-themed episodes of TV shows, and it's a fun time. But we are First episode's out now. Yeah. First episode is out now. First episode. It's of the Boy Meets World, like Halloween app. You know the one. You know the one. It's the one. Because (laughs) every single person that has said, I'm doing this, this is the premise of my new podcast, said, are you doing that weird Boy Meets World? And I'm like, yeah, obviously, it's been first on my list. It's kind of what inspired it. (laughs) (laughs) But even people who like. I thought that was just going to be your recommend. (laughs) Oh, no. I mean, I'll recommend it. But yeah, no, uh, this is just me plugging (laughs) myself. I mean, it's not a recommend because I'm just 
plugging my shit. You're just plugging. I'm just yeah. plugging. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh it's that one boy meets world episode, guys. It's great. Listen to us. And on the next Spotify episode is a fresh prince one? Yes, our next episode is a fresh prince one. It's a fresh prince episode I don't believe I've ever seen. But it sounds interesting. Oh, so we're actually not going to do the one that we said we were going to do on the show because you know how in our first one we realized that it did not come out around Halloween. It's just what everyone thinks is a Halloween episode. Right. That episode of Fresh Prince is similar in that way. Gotcha. So we're going with a different Fresh Prince episode. That is actually Halloween? That is actually Halloween. Gotcha. All right. Well, still cool. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and what are you going to recommend to the people otherwise? Um, I am going to recommend the latest season of Great British Baking Show, which is now out and amazing. That's what I've heard. I've heard good things. It's been bringing me joy. Nice. Um, I've only really been consuming, like, new K-pop things lately, so... I will recommend the newest Super M album. I believe it's called Super One. Or the newest Blackpink album if you prefer a girl group. And it's just called The Album. Um, That's really the only new content I've been consuming lately. (laughs) But I think that is all that we have for you guys today. Thank you, as always, to Jay for our wonderful theme song. And thank all of you for listening. Goodbye, Panthers. Goodbye, Panthers. Mm -hmm.